coming up on InfoSec Sync. It was an outage that left crumbs on the floor and orders unfulfilled. More on the Amazon Web Services blackout. Also ahead, Microsoft and Google taking steps to dismantle malicious organizations. Plus, a multi-million dollar cryptocurrency theft. We've got those stories and more. So get ready to get in sync with InfoSec Sync. You're watching the InfoSec Sync Weekly News with Nick Thomas and news anchor Layla Gulen, sponsored by Axelio. Threat detection and response done right. Axelio. Also sponsored by Sirius Federal. Through high-level partnerships with the world's leading technology companies, Sirius Federal provides transformational technology solutions and services for the U.S. federal government. What's your mission? Welcome to the InfoSec Inc. Weekly News, week ending December 10th, 2021. I'm Layla Gulen with your host, Nick Thomas. Nick, it's great to see you. Good to see you too, Layla. How are you doing this week? Doing all right. I have to ask you, did you get your tree yet? We did. We did uh, put our tree up. It's looking beautiful as always. How about you? Not yet, and I'm hoping that they have some left. Oh, wow. So um, they had some left where uh, we got ours from. We actually got ours from Amazon a couple years ago, so it's been in the basement. (laughs) And you know what, Layla? Speaking of Amazon, there was an outage this week. Don't know if you heard about it, but it was an outage that left floors dirty and cats hungry. Amazon Web Services, the largest cloud computing service provider in the U.S., suffered an outage disrupting several of the tech giant services, as well as many of its uh, corporate customers' websites and apps. Internet-enabled devices such as cat feeders and Roombas, among other things, were among devices that stopped working due to the outage. The blackout also affected the company's video conferencing tool, Chime, and its home security system, Ring, plus many third-party applications that sit on top of Amazon's cloud, including Ticketmaster and streaming services from Walt Disney Company and Netflix. Amazon blamed the outage on impaired network devices. Hmm. Well, Amazon Web Services control 33% of the global cloud infrastructure market, followed by Microsoft and Google. The AWS snafu also crippled Amazon's retail operations, including Whole Foods. AWS experienced an outage in November 2020 when problems with a service called Kinesis brought down a host of websites. And my question for you, Nick, is knowing that there can be a blackout of these services, AWS I'm speaking of, why are so many other services and devices tied to the same place? Well, uh, first off, um, there's not that many blackouts, and we don't expect blackouts because Amazon usually has zones that that takes care of this situation. Uh, There could be eastern zone, western zone, central zone, uh, mountain zone, exact, um, et cetera. And there are data centers in those zones that are supposed to take over in between if there is a blackout or not. So that is why um, companies and people... Uh, put their money into Amazon because they know there's something to back up to, but something extraordinarily happened um, that we're still uh, waiting to hear about. Yeah, I can't wait to find out exactly what uh, was wrong with the impaired devices. Well, we've got more to come. Microsoft and Google taking measures to shut down the bad guys. We'll be right back.
Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. And welcome back to the show. A court victory for Microsoft, the tech giant won the right to dismantle 51 domains used by APT15 for espionage campaigns observed targeting a number of sectors in 29 countries. APT15 is believed to be a Chinese espionage group. Microsoft has been using the courts to seize infrastructure since 2016 when it won domains used by the Russian group Fancy Bear. Microsoft commonly wins these actions by default judgment since no one shows to defend the malicious use of domains. APT15, which Microsoft calls Nickel, was most recently spotted exploiting unpatched SharePoint exchange servers and the Pulse VPN. The bad actors ultimately, ultimately exfiltrated data and harvested email credentials. Layla? Well, Nickel has targeted organizations in both the private and public sectors, including diplomatic organizations and ministries of foreign affairs in North America, Central America, South America, the Caribbean, Europe, and Africa. Microsoft says there is often a correlation between Nickel's targets and China's geopolitical interests. The latest wave of attacks adds to an extensive list of surveillanceware campaigns mounted by the APT15 group in recent years. In July 2020, mobile security firm Lookout disclosed four Trojanized legitimate apps named Silkbean, Double Agent, Carbon Steel, and Golden Eagle. Nick. Meanwhile, Google has taken steps to disrupt the operations of a sophisticated multi-component botnet called Gluptiba that approximately affected more than a million Windows computers across the globe. Google's threat analysis group partnered with the Cybercrime Investigation Group over the past year to terminate around 63 million Google Docs that were observed to have distributed the malware. Google has dismantled the malware by taking down servers and placing interstitial warning pages in front of the malicious domains. Gluptiba is known to steal the user credentials and cookies, mine cryptocurrencies on infected hosts, deploy and operate proxy components targeting Windows systems and IoT devices. The botnet was observed targeting victims worldwide, including the US, India, Brazil, and Southeast Asia. Gluptiba is believed to be based out of Russia. Layla? Well, Nick, once these domains have been disabled, isn't it easy just to create new ones and aren't new ones being created all the time? 
You're absolutely right, Layla. It's, it's uh, very easy to do both of those things. So it's just a, a continuation of what they've always been doing. It's just harder uh, to catch them once they start again. Yeah. Well, U.S. Embassy and State Department employees have been notified that their iPhones may have been targeted by spyware. Apple made the announcement stating that an unknown assailant using state-sponsored spyware created by Israeli company NSO Group is to blame. Well, the attacks were carried out in the last several months and mark the first known time the sophisticated surveillance software has been put to use against U.S. government employees. At least 11 U.S. embassy officials stationed in Uganda or focusing on issues pertaining to that country are said to have been singled out. NSO Group is the maker of Pegasus, a military-grade spyware that allows its government clients to stealthily plunder files and photos, eavesdrop on conversations, and track the whereabouts of their victims. Isn't there a better way, Nick, to distribute more secure devices for certain officials rather than having them rely on iPhones like the rest of us? Uh, that's a really good question, Layla. Um, we are always trying to defeat the adversary uh, using the latest uh, encryption technologies. Um, we're always trying to do that. That's basically all I can say, you know, based on uh, the ransomware that's out there. Um, and uh, there are some cool things that a lot of the agencies, the intelligence agencies are using. So some of, uh, some of that stuff is uh, being included. But speaking of ransomware, the director of NSA and U.S. Cyber Command has acknowledged the U.S. has begun imposing costs on ransomware groups. Imposing costs can refer to any element of making the act of crime more difficult. This can include anything from diplomatic solutions to sanctions to kinetic warfare. But General Paul Nakasone did not say the U.S. was taking offensive hacking operations against criminal groups it had previously reserved for state actors. Nakasone spoke at the, Aps um, the Aspen Forum last month and said the U.S. had conducted a surge since July, but it's unclear if he meant gathering intelligence or acting on that intelligence. Using offensive measures is one of a number of solutions frequently discussed by lawmakers and a popular one among more hawkish leaders. Layla? Well, the National Defense Authorization Act for 2022 moved closer to becoming law. The House passed the NDAA conference report. The next step is to get a vote by the Senate. However, the language does not include cybersecurity incident reporting legislation that lawmakers have been negotiating all year long. The provision initially would have required private sector entities to report any incidents to the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency within 72 two hours and ransomware attacks within 24 hours, but has since been left off the uh, conference report. Additionally, the FBI was left out of the reporting loop as well and is warned that this could be detrimental. The bill gives CISA added responsibilities around identifying threats to industrial control systems and removing cybersecurity vulnerabilities while establishing voluntary partnerships with industrial control system and internet ecosystem companies. Uh, what are your thoughts, Nick, on making those targeted entities responsible for reporting under the earlier proposed conditions? So earlier they were talking about the 72-hour and the 24-hour parameters. Uh, what are your thoughts on being that left into the report as opposed to being taken out? 
So actually, I wish it was in the report uh, so it could be passed. Um, I, I don't know what happened. I guess it, there wasn't enough timing, but uh, I, I love that uh, the 72-hour thing. You know why? Because it, it helps us. It helps the people that actually have to go after these guys get, get them quicker rather than um, uh, the entity or the, uh, the people being attacked being quiet about it and trying to hide it. You know, it, it, it's just uh, great for us to get on there and get faster and go after those guys. The Military Cyber Professionals Association has announced it will hold its annual gathering next year on May 19th after being postponed due to the, to the pandemic. Known as HammerCon, the event was originally scheduled for June 2020 to coincide with the 10th anniversary of the establishment of the United States Cyber Command and a way to recognize excellence in the cyber community. HammerCon will be a prime opportunity for learning, team building, networking, professional development. Exhibitors will have opportunities to share knowledge about their contributions to the fight. Over the course of one, the one-day event, there will be multiple tracks and sessions covering diverse topics, including techniques, threats, new solutions, legislation, and research. There will be three tracks, cyber operations, readiness and experiences, and new emerging research and development, and growing innovations in tech. The event will be held at Capital Technology University in Laurel, Maryland. Layla? It's time for a break, Nick. When we return, a crypto platform making good on tens of millions of dollars stolen. Don't go anywhere. Innovation, technology, it's evolving at a rapid pace. The growth of data in our space is outpacing the growth of humans. And that's one of the challenges with technology. It never ends. The federal government is the most important customer in the world. Being able to help any agency, any mill dep, any part of the intelligence community means that you're having a direct impact on the safety, the future of this government and the individuals that live in this country. You're helping many people do a much larger job than yourself. And welcome back to the show. Nearly 200 million in various cryptocurrencies have been stolen from the trading platform BitMart. The large-scale security breach is blamed on a stolen private key. The breach is said to have impacted two of its hot wallets on the Ethereum blockchain and the Binance Smart Chain. The company noted that the wallets carried only a small percentage of the assets. Hot wallets, as opposed to their cold counterparts, are connected to the internet and allow cryptocurrency owners to receive and send tokens. The development is the latest in a wave of hacks that have targeted cryptocurrency platforms such as Poly Network, Cream Finance, Liquid, and BZX, among others, Layla. BitMart has come out to say that it will use its own money to reimburse victims. The trading platform released an official statement that it had completed initial security checks and identified the affected assets. PeckShield was the first to notice the breach, noting that one of BitMart's addresses showed a steady outflow of tens of millions of dollars to an address which Etherscan referred to as the BitMart hacker. Well, after transferring the funds out of BitMart, hackers apparently used the decentralized exchange aggregator known as OneInch to exchange the stolen tokens for Ether. From there, the Ether coins were deposited into a privacy mixer known as Tornado Cash, which makes the money harder to trace. 
Can these platforms afford to constantly reimburse their customers and clients every time this volume of cryptocurrency gets stolen? Seems like this is happening a lot. Yeah, that's a good question, Layla. So uh, the the deal is because it's crypto, it's not regulated yet. So there's nothing backing these uh, companies or uh, these exchanges other than probably insurance or how wealthy the people are that actually do this. So I don't think they can do this for a, a very long time, uh, to tell you the truth. It, and, and something's going to happen because it it really needs to stop. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> a new form of malware is attacking e-commerce platforms in the U.S., Germany, and France. The malware called EngineRat targets EngineX servers in an, in an attempt to masquerade its presence and slip past detection by security solutions. The goal of the intrusions is to make server-side modifications to the compromised e-commerce websites in a manner that enable the adversaries to exfiltrate data by skimming online payment forms. Nginx is a free and open source software and web server that can also be used as a reverse proxy, load balancer, mail proxy, and HTTP cache. NginRat works by hijacking a host Nginx application to embed itself into the web server process. The remote access trojan is delivered via Con um, Cronrat and hides its malicious payloads in cron jobs scheduled to execute on February 31st, a non-existent calendar day. How smart that is, Layla. Yeah, quite. Well, malicious code has been found in NPM, an open source repository. Researchers have found at least another 17 malicious packages across the repository where 11 million developers trade more than a million packages among each other. Uh, many of the 17 packages appear to have been spread by different threat actors who use varying techniques and amounts of effort to trick developers into downloading malicious wares instead of the benign ones intended. Well, this latest discovery continues a trend first spotted a few years ago in which miscreants, sneak, sneak information stealers, key loggers, or other types of malware into packages available in NPM, RubyGems, PYPI, or another repository. People downloading open source packages should take extra care in making sure the item they're downloading is legitimate and not malware masquerading as something legitimate. Nick? The theft of Discord access tokens could enable threat actors to use the platform as a covert data exfiltration channel, distribute malware to other Discord users, and even sell Discord Nitro Premium accounts to other third parties who can then use them for their own campaigns. This development adds to an increasingly disturbing trend of using rogue packages as a stealthy compromise vector to facilitate an array of malicious activities, including supply chain attacks. When we come back, gone with the wind, a Danish turbine giant suffers a data breach. We'll explain after the break. Are your security event notifications impossible to prioritize and act upon? Axelio's Packet Express platform provides total packet visibility that works with your existing analysis applications to enable a comprehensive threat response. Capture any traffic reliably at 100 gigabits per second. Distribute directly from disk to any security application at over 100 gigabits per second to keep up with traffic spikes and growth. Pivot directly from an event into the relevant packets for insightful pre- and post-event analysis. Packet Express for informed decisions and rapid incident response. Excelio, 
Detect, disrupt, defend. Welcome back. The threat actor attributed to the massive solar wind supply chain compromise has been linked to a series of attacks targeting multiple cloud solution providers, services, and reseller companies. Nobelian's intrusions are being tracked by Mandiant under two different activity clusters tied to the Russian intelligence service. The attacks have targeted diplomatic entities with phishing emails containing HTML attachments with malicious JavaScript, ultimately dropping a cobalt strike beacon onto the infected devices. The revelations come exactly a year after the SolarWinds breach. The development indicates the threat actor's capacity to continually innovate and identify new techniques and tradecraft to maintain persistent access to victim environments and hinder detection. Nick. Southeast Asia has been in the crosshairs of Chinese hackers. The likely state-sponsored attacks have been broadly targeting government and private sector organizations, including those closely involved with Beijing on infrastructure development projects. Specific targets included the Thai Prime Minister's Office and the Thai Army, the Indonesian and Philippine navies, Vietnam's National Assembly and the Central Office of its Communist Party, and Malaysia's Ministry of Defense. The hackers use custom malware families such as Funny Dream and Chinoxy. Those custom tools are not publicly available and are used by multiple groups believed to be Chinese state-sponsored. Layla? Well, cyber criminals have made public the data stolen from Danish wind turbine giant Vestas Wind Systems. The attackers obtained personal information and some of the compromised information has been leaked and possibly offered to third parties. Vestas became aware of the breach in November and it immediately started shutting down its systems. The firm said the incident did not impact wind turbine operations and nearly all systems had been restored later that month. The investigation suggests that the hackers have not specifically targeted personal data, but obtained files from Vestas's internal file sharing systems, which, among other things, contained the personal data. The company says the most of the compromised data is not of a sensitive nature. Nick. An electric utility in Colorado has become the target of an apparent ransomware attack. The Delta Montrose Electric Association says it suffered significant disruption and damage to phone email, billing, and customer account systems, as well as documents, spreadsheets, and forms getting corrupted. Demia's CEO told local news outlets that the cyber attack led to 90% of internal controls and systems being corrupted, broken, or disabled, and claimed that a majority of historical data, back, uh, data dating back more than 20 years were lost. Demia is a member-owned and locally controlled rural electric cooperative that serves more than 34,000 customers in Colorado's Montrose, Delta, and Gunnison counties. Layla? From Colorado to down under, Australian electricity provider CS Energy has been hit by a ransomware attack. The attack was discovered last month, but the company says electricity generation has not been affected, and it has denied claims that the attack was conducted by a state-sponsored threat group. CS Energy is based in Queensland and provides electricity to millions of homes as well as to large commercial and industrial customers. Some local news publications claim the attack has been linked to Chinese state-sponsored hackers and appears that the attack involved the well-known Conti ransomware, whose operators not only encrypt files on compromised systems, but also steal valuable data in an effort to convince the victim to pay a ransom. Nick. 
At least 300,000 IP addresses associated with MicroTik devices have been found vulnerable to multiple remote exploitable security vulnerabilities. They have since been patched. MicroTik is a popular supplier of routers and wireless ISP devices, with more than 2 million of them deployed worldwide. This poses a huge attack service that can be leveraged by threat actors to mount an array of intrusions. The most effective devices are located in China, Brazil, Russia, Italy, Indonesia, and the U.S. Layla? A Mirai-based botnet dubbed Moobot is attempting to exploit a recently addressed vulnerability that affects many Hikvision products. The critical severity bug can be exploited to gain root access and completely take over vulnerable devices without any form of user interaction. The bot is said to affect more than 70 cameras and NVRs. Hikvision released patches for the vulnerability in September, but Fortinet warns that attackers are attempting to exploit the vulnerability to deploy various payloads that allow them to probe devices or extract sensitive data. Once the bot has retrieved a command and control server address from its configuration, the threat sends out heartbeat packets and then waits to receive commands from the server. Users are urged to upgrade affected devices immediately. Next. A total of eight flaws have been discovered in SonicWall Secure Access Gateway products and appliances. The company is urging organizations to address a series of recently patched vulnerabilities. The most severe of the issues has a CVSS score of 9.8 and could allow an unauthenticated attacker to cause a stack-based buffer overflow and achieve code execution on a vulnerable device. SonicWall sells a range of internet appliances primarily directed at content control and network security. So far, there's no evidence that any of these vulnerabilities have been exploited in malicious attacks. Layla? Well, that's going to do it for us. On behalf of Nick and myself, we want to thank you so much for watching. You're now in sync with InfoSec Sync. We'll see you again next week. We utilize technology in ways to transform opportunity for the country, for our citizens, and for the world. We're at the forefront of what we're able to do with some of these solutions when you talk about artificial intelligence and analytics and and what we can do with, with data and how we utilize those solutions to make lives better for everybody. The future's bright and the possibilities are endless. are protecting their environment through perimeter defense using a combination of firewalls, IDSs, IPSs, and endpoint protection. Even though cost-effective, recent events have shown that perimeter defense, even though necessary, is not sufficient when it comes to threat detection and response. And once a threat actor penetrates these defenses, what tools do you have to detect their every move or to stop their preparations for ransomware attacks or data exfiltration? At Excelio, we believe that comprehensive network visibility across your network, inside and out, is essential to identify and respond to today's threat actors. Packet Express provides the network visibility and contextual data to detect, prioritize, and mitigate threats, no matter where they hide. No matter where they hide. Axelio, threat detection and response solutions with Packet Express, the network visibility hub.